Hello and welcome to the KREC 89ers podcast. Hello 89ers, I'm Sridhar and in this episode I caught up with our effervescent batchmate Sudhir Kumar from Sibir. Hey Sudhir and welcome to the 89ers podcast. Thank you Sridhar for inviting me. It is really a great pleasure to share my experience with all my friends. It is really a great delight for me and you have given me the opportunity. I thank you for you from the bottom of my heart. Really, you are doing a good work. You are doing a magnanimous work. You know, you are connecting with all our batchmates, friends all over the world, and trying to share their experience so that it will become a great source of inspiration for many of us, as and also our youngsters to shape and mold their career. It is a great uh, ins- uh, insight uh, we can imbibe and inculcate in ourselves. Great thing you are doing. God bless. God bless you. Wish you all the very best in your future endeavors. Thank you. thank you thank you sudhir uh, uh, like i told you before uh, it's it's our batchmate story not mine so it's that's what makes it interesting so uh, without any further ado <laughs> i uh, talk us about sudhir of the 89 batch who was he during college well boy rolling down the memory lane it was 1985 when we got uh, selected to krec we got a seat in krec i had got civil discipline and i was in e section at that point of time i was a shy guy and moreover an ambivert you can say so i remember uh, some two incidents uh, very much still green in my mind see that's of ragging you know so our seniors especially in localites they had ragged us one day in the evening they made all the junior localites to march from the main college building to the hostel after reaching hostel they told me to re- remove my shirt then they took my belt and uh, they tied it across like a seat belt they gave me a t square and said you are silverster stallon at that point of time that uh, movie had come the first blood so they made me silverster stallon <laughs> see i was really dull dejected and depressed you know i was dejected like a wet hen the seniors appeared so horrible to me like that uh, you know uh, they were more horrible even the hindi film uh, movie villain amrish puri couldn't hold candle to them so i thought i was just a pani puri in front of him i thought they will gobble on me at any point of time but uh, later their luckily their attention diverted towards uh, ravindranath ravindra when they came to know he was a brahmin they asked him to chant the mantra you know he started chanting the mantra very loudly then they were got scared and said for god's sake please don't curse us with your mantra please stop then it was turn of rashikar kailar he was made to dance he danced so beautifully and after that uh, there was one guy suresh from chemical he was a very good singer and he was asked to sing a song he sang the then famous song chukar mere man ko kiya tune kya ishara he sang it so beautifully and after ragging we all uh, became very good friends our seniors helped us a lot and uh, we were friends throughout that's about the first incident and second incident which is still green in my mind is that there was a time when we were in uh, second year third semester the tables have turned the boot was on the other foot and it was the time for us to show our might as right you know we were having the upper hand we were the seniors and we were ragging at that point of time 
one fine afternoon uh, when he stepped into the hostel block where ragging was all going you know the terminology you know uh, up, uh, above the cupboard it was kashmir inside the cupboard it was madhya pradesh and under the cot it was uh, kanyakumari i could see two juniors on the in kashmir i asked them how do you feel they told i feel very cold then my attention diverted towards the one who was under the cot you know i could hear some murmuring sound from there i asked the taskmaster girish what is he doing he told me i have sent a junior to kanyakumari and speak to swami vivekananda they all burst into laughter and these are the two memories which i remember about krc there are still many incidents in my mind but these are the two prominent ones that are in my memory that's it <laughs> yeah I, i i mean i i know like you said the shoes and the other foot yeah and i think it it is uh, traumatic and dear yeah, but uh, yeah those were the times uh, uh, i mean uh, when we were also part of that okay moving on in terms of uh, in terms of uh, let's say the feature of my podcast is to focus on what happened after college so what did you do after college after college you know first two years after we passed out from krc first year was very tough time for us because we were underemployed we were employed in some uh, you know local companies then later one fine day i got interview letter from simplex concrete piles india limited which was one of the re- reno- renowned and reputed companies i was uh, literally floating in heaven i was on seventh heaven i was on cloud nine on the when the day of uh, joining approached i boarded the train from mangalore to secunderabad somehow i managed to reach the site and our site was a small village we were constructing a water treatment plant which supplies water to hyderabad metropolitan city i felt like uh, fish out of water for first few days were very difficult because first time i'm staying away from house you know i was a day scholar earlier when i was in nidk right so there were some bachelors later we became very good friends so i want to tell you about the life lesson what i learned apart from my technical things so the see civil engineers as you know they have to face they have to be exposed to the vagaries and rigors of weather conditions they have to face rough and tough laborers they need to be rough and tough so you know our project uh, manager was a horrible person <laughs> his mantra was work work and work you know if we make a little mistake also he will blow it out of proportion and fire us left and right so i was i used to be uh, very sad and i used to sit under a giant tree near our uh, site in our site uh, uh, compound itself where i used to have a long face and a sullen face i there was a person who was a barbender he was a old man and we used to call him dadu whenever I, i have been fired from the project manager i used to sit under the tree and this dadu used to come and console me he used to say chota sir why are you worried see you are working so you are doing a mistake if you are not working you are not doing a mistake when you work mistakes do happen after listening to dadu i used to feel a, a slight of relief you know and uh, i used to be happy after listening to him for a long time so this is what is used to happen so once when i came home on leave uh, i asked i went to anand bird and asked him why you have joined uh, civil why have you selected civil engineering as your branch so he gave me a 
funny reply. You know, he told uh, I joined civil because Sir M. Vishweshwaraya was a civil engineer, and after I passed out from college, I came to know he was a mechanical engineer. <laughs> so we all burst into laughter. So after being in, after being in uh, uh, Simplex, after uh, some years, I joined some other companies also. But uh, I studied a great lesson there. That it is, you know, we study in great colleges, great universities. But uh, sometimes we make mistakes because after all, we are human. The Dadu was so different from me in caste, creed, and culture. Yeah. But he's the one who used to console me when I was in distress. So after having interaction with Dadu, I started accepting people with, as they are with all their flaws and imperfections. I, whenever I go to a site, I used to respect all workers irrespective of their positions. I used to respect old people because they may be dadu in someone's life. I learned a great lesson that I learned a great lesson that the source of great happiness is not just by good education or money or great achievements, but it is just by being a good human being and valuing human relations. So this itself is the elixir and essence of life. Human relations are important than anything else in this world. It will be the only solace even in the evening of our life or in the autumn of our life. In our life journey, we meet so many people, but few will become our nearest and dearest. But when the time has come for us, nearest and dearest to part, they still live with us in our heart as sweet memories forever. Memories begins with sweet little moments, but continues to live forever. Great. See that, so, that's it. Yeah. How, how, uh, how long were you with uh, Simplex in Hyderabad? I was there for two, three years. After that, uh, I'll tell you the journey after that. After that, uh, I went to Gulf. I was in a precast company, Kanbar Devidak. We used to pre uh, prepare, manufacture panels, you know, cast the panels in the factory. And we used to bring it to the site uh, by trailers. We used to do the erection in the site using cranes. It was, you know, precast buildings. You used to do construct many buildings very fast. So I was there. Then I came to Mangalore. I was in charge of a, a heading the construction of a beer factory that is in Mangalore at Baikampadi, Mangalore Breweries and Distilleries Limited. Later on, it was taken over by UB. Then again, I went to Gulf. I was in a petrochemical uh, plant, uh, petrochemicals. That was, you know, expansion of petrochemical projects. I was uh, working for a German company, Davidak, and we constructed reaction control buildings and uh, foundations for oxygen tanks, nitrogen tanks, warehouses, silos, pavements. Then again, I came to Mangalore. Then I got uh, married. Then after that, I moved to Bangalore. Um, Mustak has helped me a lot at that point of time. He is the person who took me to Bangalore and, uh, you know, helped me a lot at that point of time. I couldn't forget that. I'm extremely thankful and grateful to him. Then I joined uh, NCCL, Nagarjuna. We built some 284 flats in, uh, that is Nagarjuna Green Ridge in HSR layout. After that, I was in uh, JNC. I was uh, working in uh, Hewlett Placard. That was earlier digital, the expansion project yeah. of uh, digital we used to do in Electronic City. Then I was in uh, Prestige Tech Park. That is the uh, on the way from Silk Board to Martha Halli, Eco Space, Vandavana Tech Park and all, Cessna Park and all. They're, not, they're on yeah. JP Morgan building yeah. that Prestige Tech Park buildings we have. Mm -hmm. Then I was yeah. uh, in, in uh, heading the project in ITPL. We have constructed a multi-level car park in ITPL. Then after that, uh, I had uh, some uh, uh, 
uh, incident in my life. My father was not well and mother was not able to take care of them. They were in Mangalore. So I left all the job and went to Mangalore. Then I worked with uh, MFAR, Illimoria, and uh, uh, Janata Construction. I was there, construction of a five-star hotel there. But that project didn't come up because of this COVID, uh, demonetization, all these things. Presently, I'm working for a Saudi-based company, which has started its operation in Mangalore as a product uh, project head. Oh. That's how uh, my career, uh, Sridhar. Yeah. So you mentioned Gulf. Uh, uh, where in Gulf? In the, both the stints? Uh, which part of which country did you go to? Gulf, it is at uh, first in Al-Jubail. It is an industrial area in Gulf in Saudi Arabia. Then it is Yambu Petrochemicals and Refinery Project at Yambu in Saudi Arabia. Oh, both in Saudi. Oh, okay. I had been to Bahrain also uh, for a small uh, uh, period. I was in Bahrain also for some time. Right, right. So you've gone pretty diverse from industrial projects, uh, like you said, the precast uh, technologies uh, early on. And then, of course, you did mention Simplex uh, with the water treatment plant and then a variety of IT IT buildings, I should say, uh, which are right. Yeah, it's probably one of the ones that I also go to <laughs> or, or close to that. So how has this experience been working on variety, a variety of different projects? Uh, what did you have to learn and unlearn uh, after college? Actually, you know, we are managing material manpower and machinery and concrete and shattering. This is what is the main uh, thing about. But uh, the buildings are slightly different, but the basic ingredients are same. The plan will be different, but uh, we are doing the same work, concreting, you know, shuttering, re reinforcement, all these things remain the same. The structure may be different, but the basic ingredients are same, but there are challenges, especially there are challenges because it's of course a new structure. So we have to look into how to, we have to plan, how to, you know, execute that within a stipulated time, whether there are sufficient manpower, material, and machinery for that. And uh, we have to plan all these things in advance uh, with respect to the schedule, planned schedule. We have to see that the project is completed within the planned schedule. So that's how we have to do. Yes, diversified, it is a new challenge. After all, new work, it's a new challenge. Always there will be challenges in our life. Civil engineers have to face that. But after all, it's a new experience. And after completing the project, we'll feel a is a great happiness because uh, we have uh, able to complete the project you know sometimes it happens on time but most of the time it will be you know extend beyond time that is usually all projects are like that because of so many things you know because of force majeure sometimes because of owners mistake or sometimes contractors mistake sometimes uh, force majeure like a pandemic uh, unprecedented rain floods all these things but sometimes uh, that is a challenge what you have to face every civil engineer has to face in his life in his career, that's it, uh, Sridhar. Yeah, great. In, in, if you have to look back at the uh, at the variety of projects that you have been part of, uh, which of them gives you like immense pride? Uh, because uh, whatever reason, maybe you you sweated it out or you did something innovative. Uh, which of these projects, uh, you know, fills you with pride? The thing is that usually buildings. I was into buildings in. Um, most of the part of my career. So buildings gives me a satisfaction actually. And of course, uh, many a times when we were, uh, I didn't uh, mention about that, we have done the uh, 
Puva Panorama project that is 684 flats at Panergata Road. Their LNT was our contractor. So that gives us a satisfaction. Why, you know, because sometimes you'll be asked to, they will do the some sample and prototype and they want you to check that. Once you have checked it, they feel that, yeah, everything is all right. So this gives us the satisfaction thinking that we have learned something and we have to use it for the service of our company, for the betterment of our organization and in turn to the development of our nation. So this gives me much satisfaction doing something which I'm capable of and people recognize that and it helps to the growth of the company as well as the growth of the betterment of the company and also the growth also to the development of the nation. Fantastic. I want to ask you, you have had exposure working uh, uh, in overseas companies, multinational companies, and of course, uh, 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 local Indian companies of all sizes. Uh, what has been your, you know, in generally experience uh, working in this diverse uh, culture? What, what, is, what did you find different? What did you find maybe the same across these different entities that you worked yeah, well, coming to a proprietorship company. So here, all the decisions will be taken by the proprietor. So it's very easy for you to communicate. And much of a, you know, paperwork may, will not be there that much as you have in a big construction company. They have, they maintain all records for each and everything. That will, after all, it goes with the goodwill, the relation you establish with the you know, with your uh, contractors or a contracting company or some local contractors, how is your relations you have established? How is your relation? That way it goes. But in uh, big companies and all, you know, everything is paka recorded, so many emails, so many records for each and everything they keep a record because tomorrow if there is any conflict, they want to substantiate themselves. So all this, these are the main difference I have noted and uh, you know decisions also in proprietorship company it is uh, very easy because one person making all decisions but uh, taking all decisions but uh, in the big companies uh, there are so many there's a hierarchy so you know, so many people will be there for uh, different departments it has its own procedure iso company they have their own uh, procedures in doing the things so we have to adhere and comply and conform to all these things this is the major difference what i've seen you know in a proprietorship or a small company than uh, you know very big company right but i'm curious to know i'm uh, incidentally my, bro my brother my elder brother is also a, a civil engineer so i know a bit closer to home uh, in but in terms of the output are the do you see a discernible output a difference in the output between let's say uh, not necessarily necessarily only multinational companies but let's say a large company building a set of flats compared to a proprietorship, or like you said, a smaller company building the same set of flats? See, after all, proprietorship company, they have got their own limitations and uh, they have their own set of people doing the things for uh, time tested and uh, from years together. So they have their own people and their own set of people, their own materials, their own uh, manpower, machinery and all. So, they do it in their way, but uh, major projects they cannot take up. They have their own limitation. But if you go to big companies, all big companies, LNT, JNC, Nagarjuna, and all, they are very big companies and they undertake very big work, very large work. And uh, 
you know, they have sufficient infrastructure for doing that. Small companies doesn't have all those things. They do, they uh, do all small construction works, maybe one building or something like that, not more than some 20 storey building or uh, uh, 25 storage building, then they will stop after that they cannot mm -hmm. do. But uh, big companies like, you know, MPAR or uh, Nagarjuna or LNT, GMC, you know, they undertake uh, huge, uh, very big works, you know, airports, you know, some harbor, bars somewhere, all these things they do, bridges and all. So this proprietorship company couldn't do, they cannot afford, they have their own limitations as so far as my knowledge is concerned. Right. And, and if I put Sudhir in those roles that you have, you have gone through in your career so far, uh, and you have also made uh, switches between these different sizes at different times. And it's not that you went from only smaller companies to bigger companies. I mean, you've, you've, you've chosen for a variety of reasons. You've, you've chosen this. How did you adapt to this uh, varying work cultures and risk factors as well? Yeah, well, first, see, when you join, you should join a small company and learn with the contractors you have to join first what i mean not as a client so with mm. contractors in a small company you learn everything nowadays there are so many people for doing everything but during our days we had to do the marking work we had to do guide for shuttering work all these things we ourselves used to be i i i have worked as a quantity surveyor planning engineer project manager dgm so all these roles I have made by myself, by learning with my interest. And at those times, there was no planning engineer, two as a billing engineer at all. We used to, one man show it is, I have to do everything. So I know right. all these works. So it, it was easy for me to adapt myself to bigger companies and all, you know, because there you were given only a particular job, you know, not, uh, uh, you know, multitasking there. If I am a quantity server, they'll give you a quantity server job. If you're a planning engineer, they'll give you a planning engineer. Later, you become a project manager. If you are a very good in execution of the work, they will promote you as a project manager. This is how it is. Right. And did you have to, in this journey, uh, go through some additional certification or additional courses that you uh, kind of maybe had to take? No, not like that. See, some of the things we are not taught in curriculum. In uh, our uh, education system, we are taught all the basics in, the, in our college. Then all other things is by our experience, we have to learn by of our own. So sometimes there will be so many seminars you know, conducted for us to know about advanced technologies, the new thing coming in the market. So I have attended so many seminars. So to update myself with all the new technology, which I can utilize for my betterment of my company. So that's how we learned many things here. You know? Right, right. Did, did you have uh, any fear of, uh, how should I put it, maybe fear of experimentation or anything during these career switches? Uh, first, uh, there will be fear when uh, you are learning that still a learner. When you are a learner, you still will have a fear in experimenting things. But uh, when you get, uh, as and when you progress in this, you experiment some things and uh, you feel that uh, you have a, what you call, foregone conclusion that your result may be somewhere here or there. So that will give you confidence and you will uh, see as uh, the, what we have, ex have experienced, we have, as of now, give us confidence to do 
new things in future. So that's how it is. First you learn the things, you gain confidence, then you can experiment on other things very confidently because you are pretty sure that your result will be somewhere around this, uh, somewhere the range, your own range, somewhere between this. That's how you can assess. That's how it is. Correct. I guess so. Yeah. And if I do have to ask about, uh, are there whether any professional setbacks that you can you have you can reflect on and you kind of learnt or built on built on those setbacks? Uh, I usually don't feel that you know uh, setbacks. You know setbacks. Uh, because we didn't have that setbacks. If you are a B or a M.Tech or PhD also, you do the same work in the civil engineering. So, right. and uh, profession, you become more and more professional when you go to be, work in big companies, you know. Then uh, that's how it is. I didn't feel any setback as of now because of uh, professionalism. Right, right. In, in, in terms of... Uh interaction with the college i know that uh, you anand if you manohar so many of you guys there i mean of, of course are uh, frequently in touch with the college uh, happenings uh, so have you had any academic interaction uh, with the college uh, after you graduated no some of the mtech students used to come to my site for uh, some uh, site experience so at right. that point of time we used to brief them about uh, new happenings in the construction industries and update them. That's what we had to do. And once uh, we were college, when the, uh, you know, textbooks were, uh, they wanted to change the textbooks and all, they had called us to give some input. At that point of time, I told them what is more important is that in the communication, to Narsimhan sir, I told her, uh, uh, you know, communication skills are most important and leadership skills. That has to be imbibed and inculcated in the career uh, level itself because it will be helpful for uh, all uh, uh, new, newcomers uh, in their professional life. This is what the input I gave to Narsi Manna when I had an opportunity to go to, uh, when I was called while they were changing the textbooks. There. Oh, that's nice, actually. That's a good, uh, notable contribution, I should say. That's great. So. You did, uh, before I switch to some other topic, uh, you did mention working in not just various countries, but various cities as well. Uh, how has these, let me say, from more from the professional side, and we'll come to the personal side in a bit, how has these helped you professionally, as a profession, professional, uh, these exposure to different uh, work cultures? You, work, you said you worked for a German company, now you're working for a a Saudi-based company, uh, and and you have worked for some Indian giants as well. How, how what were you know what have you kind of learned from these? Let's say just the cultural experience. How did that influence you in, as a profession professional? Sir, this has nothing to do with much of a professional thing. Yeah, professional in uh, foreign uh, companies, you know, like German and all. Everything is very systematic, and they do it on time, and uh, you know. Uh, they have their own system of doing the things. Suppose in case the project has got delayed, they will take all the, uh, they will uh, turn uh, all, uh, they will leave no stones unturned to see that the project come back to track. So they take all the initiatives. But Indian companies also, they do that. But uh, sometimes it is uh, 
because of some uh, lack of uh, advanced infrastructures and all it used to happen in earlier not now uh, now indian companies are also very well uh, advanced they have all the you know what is uh, techniques available all over the world so this is what i have noticed and i noticed one thing see when i was in uh, uh, debidak i had one friend he was a german friend he has come from german university for some training so we used to go on weekends you know to a long drive to a lagoon and we used to swim there some 200 kilometers away from our city so, so they are from our camp so there we indians used to carry all these you know pancakes all uh, pepsi all these things and we used to drink actually um, it was not habitable place it was just like a pahad you know there we used to throw all these things on the beach and go that german boy used to collect all these things in his uh, one small bag and put it in the keep it in the car and when we come to uh, uh, camp he will put it in the waste wastepaper basket so that is the culture i have noticed in that boy you know it is in their blood cleanliness neatness and all that's what i learned from him okay so there uh, let's uh... Talk about your family now. Sridhar, <laughs> my wife, uh, is, name is Mukta. She is a homemaker now. Earlier, she was a career woman. But after we had a child, she is a homemaker looking after our child. My son is 12 years old now. He is in 7th standard now. That's about my family. Oh, okay. What's his name? Uh, Suman. Suman. Oh, okay. So, what are his interests? His interest is uh, video gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess uh, I guess the pandemic is also the perfect excuse for that yeah 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 <laughs> right right so i do know that uh, there are two main interests of you and i want to talk about that and i i one of them is i think you are into the part of the toastmasters and i do recall that i think around the time of the uh, alumni event or just before that or after that i don't remember i think you were also going around colleges uh, and speaking about uh, the drug menace and i think we were planning to do something so why don't you talk about uh, your uh, your journey or with the toastmasters and how it has influenced you yeah first of all uh, to be very frank uh, many speeches are by heart to me for example swami vivekananda's chicago speech i have a dream martin luther kings trust um, uh, with destiny jawaharlal nehru and shashi tharoor's reparations of that british empire so may barack obama's uh, victory speech all these speeches verbatim is uh, by heart to me so one of my friend uh, after listening to me said toastmasters is a perfect platform for you where you can express all your views so then i joined toastmasters and it was very beneficial for me because i could uh, express all my views i got a platform otherwise you should be a chief guest or somebody to give a speech <laughs> so here uh, you get a platform <laughs> you get an opportunity to express all your views and toastmasters is basically into improving your communication skills and leadership skills that's what attracted me and uh, that is how i am in uh, toastmasters and uh, singing the second the second one is singing see recently uh, some 5 years ago we had a school reunion 
so at that point of time i sang one song so one of my friend in the audience he came and uh, told your voice is so good then uh, we frequently have a uh, meetings of uh, association of civil engineers uh, in one hotel is there ocean yeah. twice a month we have the seminars there. so during uh, uh, fellow, uh, uh, fellowship during fellowship dinner and fellowship i used to sing some song so, so someone uh, in the audience uh, one engineer is there vimal kirtijain he told we have a music club you have a good voice why don't you join us so that you will will make you a professional singer within 6 months so that's how my singing career also started that's how it is <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, i'll come to the singing part in a bit uh, this toastmasters how since how long are you into it and do you uh, how often do you do the, do you have uh, these kind of connects see it is fortnightly actually meeting is fortnightly there are some around uh, 6 to 7 clubs in bangalore okay so we go to different clubs meetings will be there in different clubs on different day usually in the evening and in the early hours around 7 o'clock or so in the morning because all are working no yeah. so we used to go and attend these meetings and all you know so the, you know improve our communication skills and also leadership skills i go visit many uh, clubs because many clubs call me also for uh, taking certain roles in speeches so as a evaluator grammarian also like that so we used to do, take different roles so that's how we do it right uh, you were quite uh, uh, i know that uh, uh... Srini was also, I think, in touch with you on this, right? I think you were quite, uh, uh, how should I say, uh, passionate about the whole uh, anti-drug uh, message. Uh, do you want to share some thoughts? Thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. See, what, how it happened, you know, there was one contest in Mangalore arranged by one organization named Yani, that is for orator of Mangalore, best orator of Mangalore. So I can't. Uh, participated in that so uh, that was a part of the work okay. in this particular contest you know we had to go to different colleges schools and uh, carry out anti drug campaigns so i visited many colleges and even many schools and i have done this so this gives me immense pleasure because it is a opportunity for me to share my expertise with the children and make them aware and uh, uh, guide them to go in the right direction. It is a great, uh, something a noble uh, uh, cause. It is something a noble cause. It gives me immense uh, satisfaction. How, how did the students uh, react and interact with you uh, during those sessions? Yeah, they were asking their questions. So what is the drugs? Because sometimes, you know, for primary schools also, I have gone to my alma mater, you know, the lady convent school I studied till primary. Right till fifth standard. So there also I have done the drug campaign. So, so many girls used to pose me, what is this, how we can do, wh- what we have to do. I, in the, the language, they can understand how the, we can communicate. In that particular way, I had communicated it to them. And I have told them how to take precautions. Precautions is better than cure, you know. So first we have to see that they're not getting into this. And later rehabilitation is a different thing. But uh, we give them... The guidelines, you know, if somebody is uh, in, indulging in this or being uh, trapped in this, how to inform the teachers about this so that uh, they can come out of this. All these things, we were, there's so many questions they have posed, yeah. all innocent questions. So I had answered all these ones, you know. 
in the better way i can uh, were you doing this in tulu as well or only in english yeah not in uh, only in english because uh, we are doing in tulu and local languages they cannot i in parks also i used to have uh, some meetings in some public areas okay. parks and all you know okay uh, there also people used to congregate you know and uh, i used to give brief them about drugs and also i used to speak with them tulu also because it is the after all communication is uh, you should be able to communicate your ideas to them language is not a barrier true. whichever language you can use to make them understand that's how it is true so what's the latest topic uh, that you are uh, your team is or your group is uh, deliberating now right now really you know to be very frank uh, i see i am in a different profession but my ideas is to have a job of large mindedness where i can take care of somebody's dreams ambitions and aspirations i can i feel i have to wipe every tear in every eye and bring smile into many faces to be a change and bring a change in someone's life this is my aim vision how far it is to i don't know whatever possible from my end i have done to so many people i have helped them to get a job or get them contract or some work and all whichever possible from my side i am keep doing that but i have to go a long way in this direction that's why ambition and aspiration i mean that's uh, to say the least uh, very noble and fantastic and really i wish you well in <laughs> that yeah so let's talk about your singing you did you, you, so you did uh, talk about your singing and I, i i i do follow your posts on facebook then and and of course you sang uh, the <laughs> al- al- alumni alumni event also i saw you uh, i mean heard you live so yeah so how was that continuing with the uh, given the pandemic and restrictions uh, how was that going pandemic uh, you know right now they have closed that music club for the time being okay. it's been suspended for the time being and recently in able uh, in april first week it started and again uh, it will continue once in a month now earlier it used to be thrice in a month on every monday okay uh, so now they are doing it because of pandemic only you know once in a month but it is still continuing and our group is still very much enthusiastic and uh, filled bubbling with energy to see that all gather together and uh, enjoy singing yeah so you haven't tried virtual concerts is it <laughs> concerts and all <laughs> no, see i am not a trained singer to be very frank singer it was just somebody told me you have a good voice so i started singing that's how it is it doesn't mean that i have to give it concert or i have big ideas so in future but it is giving me happiness that's what i am doing if somebody says you are singing well i feel happy yeah that's what matters i think i think it it it, it it takes quite a bit uh, to to be on the stage and do something so yeah hats off to you for that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh you did mention about uh, reading and uh, you you have read uh, a number of uh, uh, inspirational uh, you know legends of our times and prior to our times what are your you know go to books or uh, uh, or genre of uh, books that you read yeah see the genre is i when i was in the gulf uh, my timings was you know from morning 7:30 to 5:30 in the evening okay so after that uh, we used to swim for a while in swimming pool then after that after coming back uh, from that we'll have our mess 
then uh, it will be over by eight o'clock. So there was ample time for us. At that point of time, I read some uh, very good books. For example, Arundhati Roy's God of Small Things and, uh, you know, Frederick Forsyth's uh, The Day of the Jackal. So many books I have read. That uh, Those books I like, really. That was the time I started my reading and all. So now I don't get time for that. But uh, still, I am very much interested in reading. Uh, Aravinda Adiga's uh, White Tiger. Oh, okay. That also won the, the yeah, Booker's Prize. Yeah, that also I read. It's good. Okay. What is the book you're reading now? Now I am not reading any book <laughs> because I don't get time. I am interested in giving speeches and, you know, uh, singing. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's good. That's good. So you did probably partially mention this, but I'll still ask this. Uh, so what drives uh, the joy behind uh, Sudhir? See, after all, I have a quote for that, you know. See, I have written this quote for that. In the world, many people are in the pursuit of happiness. Where is this much coveted and much craved happiness? This is not elsewhere. This is within the frame of our mind. We can be happy anywhere and everywhere. So this is how it is in our mind only. So every happiness lies in our mind. If you have positive thoughts, we have control over your thoughts. You can remain happy forever. Don't allow the negative thoughts to get into your mind. That's the secret behind this. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I think this uh, is visible in you. <laughs> Whenever I interact <laughs> with you, uh, yeah, I can't help uh, having a smile on my face. I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's some gift you have. <laughs> have you explored uh, blogging or even maybe starting a podcast of your own? No, earlier I had not done, but I have to do this. I have written so many quotes, some 70 quotes I have written. So I want to, you know, now I have joined Twitter now recently. So I want to do all those things in future. Some people say you can make a small book, print a small book of your quotes, all these things and publish it. So I want to do those things in future. So what other interests have you picked up after college outside of these two? These two... Not exactly. See, I, I am interested in meeting people and sharing their views, their culture, their all these things. I was very much interested earlier to knowing them more about them, their culture, their language, all these things, you know, that was my passion earlier when before I entered into singing or, you know, whenever I go to any a place for interview, I will go to sightseeing. For example, Delhi, if I go to Delhi for interview, I'll see Agra sightseeing in Alagra, Taj Mahal, Mathura, all these things I'll see. If I go to Chennai, I'll go to Mahabalipuram, Kanchi Kamakshi, all these things. Like that to see, traveling was also one of the passion and knowing about people, their food habits, your, their creed, culture, all these things were very much interesting for me earlier. Right, right. And what would you say are some interesting or very defining life events uh, post-college for you? Post-college means that is in the speeches, you know, that uh, sometimes people say you are pen super pen drive, they say you are super talented and all. After I give a speech, somebody from the audience come and search my head and say, how come you give verbatim speeches word by word, how you will buy it? Is there any USB attached to your head or <laughs> pen drive? Like this, these things happen, do happen. <laughs> okay. Okay, and if I were to ask you, who is your late night or your 1 a.m. person, as they call it, like your, your, your confidant, who is your 1 a.m. go-to person? 
that is uh, prem prasad i think anand button prem prasad okay <laughs> i have been trying to get uh, on anand on this podcast and i need i think i need your help with that <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so what is that you can't be without uh without uh, speeches or singing you know now i cannot do away with that it has become part and parcel of my life and i am enjoying life because of that okay speeches as well as singing okay so are you into cooking cooking not really because sometimes uh, you know i try cooking because uh, recently prem prasad had come to my house in bangalore my wife was had gone to her uh, place in mumbai so i cooked for him for uh, nearly 10 days we used to prepare whatever dish we know and share it among ourselves but he t- told you are a very good cook so i don't know how far it is true <laughs> I, i i will i will ask prem that <laughs> <laughs> and this something which uh, i i i have asked in a few places a few of my podcasts earlier what do you say if there was uh, a notable turning point in your life what would that be a points maybe one or two see this uh, notable turning points is that when i was working for purvankara lnt was our contractors there during the independence day one boy a new joiner a junior named majumdar he gave a fantastic speech on the independence day all the dignitaries were there and how he was able to say i was really i couldn't utter a single word at that point of time and this is the turning point in my career you know so that is what i helped me to you know give speeches in future and uh, see and also uh, some uh, uh, sayings of swami vivekananda you know so uh, the potential is uh, sleeping in you uh, like a serpent you have to wake it up so this is how everybody is uh, gifted with these qualities but the thing is that they have to don't know how to take it out from that to tap it so i think this is the greatest turning point of my life wherein i found that i can be a good speaker or a good singer or because of uh, these things you know this is the turning point of my life oh that's nice and and this is something which i've been asking in the last couple of episodes and i thought i'll check this with you as well if you were to kind of relive college life as a student what would you do differently <laughs> if i have to relive the college life i would want to be the president of the college okay <laughs> i contest for that okay. i want to do that i want to i love my college so much i am proud to be a carecian whenever i stand in front of my college building i i will have goosebumps because of a awe inspiring experience you know my, i feel the thought that thought that comes to my mind is that you know the held is the head is held high and the flag of the nation flying high i it is really a great experience just to stand and watch our college main building you know it's a great experience and what would sudhir the president do definitely i'll do much more what is required that the then then needed uh, uh, things for the betterment of the students as well as betterment of the college i'll definitely do that okay now i, I know that uh, how much uh... All, all the the mangalore batch guys have helped uh, i can watch for it during the reunion so i can quite identify with that yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> if you were to do something in your in your professional or your personal life differently if you have to look back what would those be 
see we have learned that we have some potential in our, our life in the later part of our life so age was not on our side at that point of time but uh, learning is a continuous process till death we have to learn that's a different thing but if you realize that in the much earlier uh, stage in our life we can do miracles that's what i advise the juniors also to try to you know listen to this podcast of many of our uh, batchmates they are all uh, people who have carved a niche, niche in their life so let this experience be helpful for them in shaping their life so that they get all these things in advance when they have age on their side this is what uh, i feel yeah so like you mentioned uh, a few times in this uh, in this podcast i think you you intend to and you do spread a lot of positivity around what disappoints you disappoints sometimes when you try to do something it does not turn out the way you want it to be so later i realized the things you know say after some uh, listening to some discourse ritual talks and all the uh, talks and all i came to know that we can control what is within ourselves and uh, which is outside other ourselves we cannot do that it depends upon our skill how to manage that you know if you have the managing skill you can do that but 100% you cannot have the things which it is outside you you cannot manage it the way you want it to be so this is i realized but uh, the thing is that you need a skill for that and some people are gifted with that skills they have cultivated that skill so that will help them to excel future in their life this is what i have learned right and if you if you notice uh, the world around us right uh, whether it's uh, social media or whether it's just uh, even family uh, and friends circles and and media particularly there's so much of uh, how should i say very polarized opinions uh and mm. uh, and uh, it's like uh, this my opinion is the is the opinion type of uh, approach and which ra- around the world is uh, in a way uh, kind of it's a different kind of an epidemic uh, around the world which is spreading how how what would you say to that right what do, what are your views on that see the thing is that basically when we were there that the onslaught of data was very less to us we have So, uh, little inputs but uh, nowadays we have gadgets all these things within our reach which can have so much of data that uh, everything is with the press of a button so the thing is that we our children are much more advanced than us our younger generations are much more advanced than us so this is about the time you know i have written a quote uh, earlier you know that is uh, the people of previous generation feel that excessive indulgence into modernity is a sign of insanity but in reality adaptation is the essence of life so we have to adapt to the new environment what is with us otherwise we'll be left back and left behind we'll uh, be aloof so this uh, we have to adapt ourselves and our children have this life in future we cannot do away with that this is how we have to we have to live with that that's uh, what i feel yeah quite insightful so there is there a habit that you you wish you rather didn't have i earlier part of life i was not so much determined in my life this i want to know because after long research so many research they would come to know that it is not the intelligent people who always excel in their life 
or the you know strongest who wins the race it is the person who is having grit and perseverance so those who are blessed with the quality of grit and perseverance they will succeed in their life i want to have a, i have little in me but i have to have that grit and perseverance in me in my life that what i intend i am lacking what i feel to some extent i mean i know that's uh, your self assessment but i think hearing you and hearing your journey and, and hearing your uh, you know attitude uh, towards spreading uh, positivity i i think i probably differ with that but uh, uh but to to each their own i think uh, it's by your you should assess obviously uh, as per your own uh, you know standards yeah so if i have to ask you what's on your bucket list see bucket list is that we have education remains no more education unless it adds value to life so we what we have learned inculcated and imbibed by so many people we are inspired by the life stories of so many famous people we have to serve it to give it to society and also to the country that's what is uh, we have to do in future life if time permits and uh, this do whatever uh, possible from our side we have to do for our nation and for the society great so there it's really very nice to hear this actually and and i really wish you all the best and i uh, hope to continue to hear this later i do want to ask you uh, in closing uh, if you had an idea or a thought to share uh, either with let's say like you said the kids or youngsters uh, who listen to this what would these be or, or what are topics that you could help them with so i have two three quotes i will tell that so first is positive is everything negative is nothing face the sun then you will not see your shadow there is a light on the other side of the tunnel there is a light on the other side of the tunnel but it's the zooming train that illuminates the tunnel next one is keep the bar slightly high in your life if you aim at reaching the peak of the mountain if your best effort does not yield you the expected result still you will land up reaching the summit of the hill you will be still a star if not the brightest star among the galaxy of stars and i want everyone to realize this because i know most people know this because life is like a train journey we board the the train of life at some station many people board the train of life at many station within a short time we converse with each other and become very good friends but when the time has come for us to part some leaves the train of life at some station we too when our turn comes we too will leave the train of life at some station but the what the thing remains is the impact of some sweet memories good memories we leave in someone's mind and someone's heart and uh, finally my uh, word to all is wherever we are in whichever part of the world we shall always remain friends together we shall always remain friends forever absolutely very well put sudhir <laughs> what what would you like to be remembered as i would be remember see i have all small uh, praises someone say you are a super uh, pen drives you are a super talented you are that you are that this and once when i went off there i am good in impromptu speech speaking picking up a topic and speaking so one of our international speech contestants who won the division level she used to say when i went off once in a year uh, sudhir kumar spoke like sudhir kumar when he went off there i like to be remembered like that <laughs> that's great <laughs> i love it <laughs> um any other cl- 
closing thought sudhir anything else you want to share see life in, in the clockwork of time is always in motion so try to fit your life in every moment of time because moment of time once lost cannot be retrieved moment of uh, time once lost lost is lost forever that everyone should realize and try to you know we are in the decline now so we are uh, day by day we are becoming close to the grave but uh, we have to remain happy help others each others May, this is one thing i'll do god has created this beautiful world for us to live in we are the one who are fortunate to remain happy we have to make this world a better happy and a safe place for others to live in as we know there are so many people in this world who have been deprived of these blessings fantastic sudhir and before closing listen to sudhir's oration of swami vivekananda's speech i'll start uh, the speech of swami vivekananda at uh, chicago Re- religious parliament chicago sisters and brothers of america it fills my heart with joy unspeakable in response to the warm and cordial welcome you have given us i thank you in the name of most ancient order of monks in the world i thank you in the name of mother of all religion i thank you in the name of millions of millions of hindus of different castes and sects i am thankful to some of the speakers on the podium whom you refer as delegates of the east claim the honor to bear to different land the idea of tolerance i am proud to belong to a religion that has taught the word about tolerance and universal acceptance we believe in universal tolerance and accept all religions as true i am proud to tell you brethren we bear in our bosom the purest remnants of israelites who came to southern india and took shelter here their very year their holy temple was shattered to pieces by roman tyranny i am proud to belong to the religion that has sheltered the great zoroastrian nation i am proud to tell you brethren few lines of the hymns which i used to repeat from early boyhood and which is repeated by millions of people all around the world as different streams have sources in different parts mingle their water in the sea all out the different paths the men take to different tendencies various though they appear straight or crooked all leads to you The present convention is a declaration of the wonderful doctrine preached in Gita. Whomsoever comes to me in whatsoever form, I shall read them. All the men struggle in their path at the end leads to me. Sectarianism, bigotry, and horrible disinterest fanaticism have long possessed this beautiful earth. It has filled this earth with violence often and often and drenched with human blood. It has destroyed civilization and sent all nations into despair. Had there been these horrible demons, the human society would have been far more advanced than it is now. The time has come. The bell that tolled in the morning in the honor of the convention will be the death knell for all this fanaticism, persecution by sword and pen, uncharitable feelings among the men wending their ways into the same goal. And that was the speech of Swami Vivekananda at Religious Parliament, Chicago, September 11th, 1893, Illinois, United States. <laughs> I am speechless. I am speechless. Yeah, it's like you were in full flow, man. Hats off to you. so that uh, i was looking forward to this and you have just stunned me with <laughs> so much of your thoughts <laughs> i'm sure our batchmates will also be floored by you know your insights so it's been a great pleasure for me to record this so there uh, thank you so much for your time i know we had a few glitches again here but uh, hopefully that will not come in the way so of 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 this uh, of this podcast so uh thank you so much for your time sudhir thank you so much uh, uh yeah, sridhar uh, really we had a very good time i am really happy to talk to you really a very fruitful talk god bless you for in your endeavor in your future endeavors thank you thank you sudhir and before i sign off this episode filled with positivity and quotations from our mangalurean batchmate sudhir I request you to stay on and listen to one of his song recordings.
दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते हैं दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते हैं बड़ी मुश्किल से मगर दुनिया में दोस्त मिलते हैं दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते बड़ी मुश्किल से मगर दुनिया में दोस्त मिलते हैं दिए जलते जब किस वक्त किसी का यार जुदा होता है कुछ ना पूछो यारो दिल का हाल बुरा होता है जब जिस वक्त किसी का यार जुदा होता है कुछ ना पूछो यारो दिल का हाल बुरा होता है दिल पे यादों की जैसे तीर चलते हैं दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते बड़े मुश्किल से मगर दुनिया में दोस्त मिलते हैं दिए जलते इस रंग रूप में देखो हर जिस नाज न करना जान भी मांगे या तो देना नाराज ना करना इस रंग रूप में देखो हर जिस नाज न करना जान भी मांगे या तो देना नाराज ना करना रंग उड़ जाते हैं धूप डालते हैं दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते हैं बड़े मुश्किल से मगर दुनिया में दोस्त मिलते हैं दिए जलते दुश्मन हो जाती है दौलत और जवानी एक दिन को जाती है सच कहता हूँ सारी दुनिया दुश्मन हो जाती है उम्र भर दोस्त लेकिन साथ चलते हैं हाँ 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 
दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते बड़ी मुश्किल से मगर दुनिया में तो मिलते हैं दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते हैं बड़ी मुश्किल से मगर दुनिया में तो मिलते हैं दिए जलते हैं फूल खिलते हैं दिए जलते हैं अनिल चौहान कराओके कराओके जगत में आपका पसंदीदा चैनल संगीत सीखने वालों के लिए अनमोल तोहफा